Hello everyone and welcome back to Disverse Worldwide, the UK podcast all about the Disney and Universal parks. So you're back with me and Paul as always, and what's uh, become, becoming a bit of a tradition is you're hungover again. Well, you know, they, they can't be helped these things. We are British if people can't already know. <laughs> we like... <laughs> Good words. <laughs> this is what happens sometimes. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like a national tradition, isn't it? It is, yeah. For Sunday to be a slower day to just vegetate and... That's literally prepare. all it's for. That's what Sunday's for. It's for being hung over and watching football. And that is what I've done today. I mean, I did go out last night as well, but, you know. And I didn't wake up to, like, 11am. Yeah. Well, neither did I, but I was out till three. Ooh. Weird flex, but okay. It's not a flex, mate. I just, it's just a fact. <laughs> so we were supposed to be in Universal Singapore today. Yeah, but we but- decided not to do that. Yeah, just because uh, we've seen a lot in the news recently about Disneyland Paris. Um, nothing that's not been already known, but there seems to be a bit... They're trying to get that hype going again for the fact there's a lot of construction going on at Disneyland Paris at the moment. And I've seen people talking about it as possibly, when it's finished, being able to rival Disneyland California, which... I mean, that's that is a big, that's a big statement. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that what's happening looks very exciting, but at the same time, California's getting new stuff as well, isn't it, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to finally talk about Paris. To be honest, um, I think it's quite it's quite an oh shit, just, uh, the lamp on the side. Yeah, anyway, um, I think it's quite an uncovered topic on a lot of the podcasts that I listen to about theme parks. I think obviously that's because of its location. A lot of these people are Americans, um, and obviously the Disney parks over there are much bigger, much more popular. Um, and I think that Paris was just in on in and of itself was a huge disaster for Disney in the nineties. Um, yeah, I've seen a few videos called, called things like the failure of Euro Disney and that kind of thing. Yeah, and they and they came very very close to just closing it and shutting it down basically. Um, and I think that you know you do you do get to a point where you kind of have to spend money to make money, and they've got they've gone you know. 20, 30 years now? How, how old is it? Yeah, it's about 30 years old. Up in uh, the 90s, Disney. didn't it? So, yeah, it Disney. I think so, or late 80s, yeah. uh, early 90s. But basically, yeah, it, it's it been open now for about 30 years. And effectively, since the opening of Studios Park next door, which I think was opened a few years later, um, it's not had any addition at all. There's been nothing. It's it, And the hotels know, it's, apparently as well, particularly the most expensive one, the Disneyland Hotel, a lot of reviews say it needs renovation. Like, it's just just not been tended to. In fact, yeah. from reading about it, a lot of people who've been to Paris say they enjoy it, but it doesn't have that same feeling as the American parks, partly because, I don't know, there's something a theory with uh, the staff not being not having that American hospitality and uh, shows being in French when the majority of the people visiting the park uh, sp- speak English as the first language and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's an unusual one, really. Um and <clears throat> I think as well, and uh, you, it's it's a people talk about one day park as being like a bad thing. Basically, you don't want your guests to basically be able to do your park in a day. I think the Disneyland Paris Resort is a one day resort, and that's um, two parks, and that's two parks. And we, we've we've we I went last uh, maybe eight, you know seven or eight years ago now, and we managed to do the whole resort in a single day. And the opening hours aren't exactly you know, wide open, uh, like they are in America either. 
Um, and I think that it's pretty pretty much universally agreed that Walt Disney Studios Park is the worst Disney theme park in the world. Even worse um, than Hong Kong, because I know that's very not not very yeah, favourable either. I, no, that, I mean that you're right, but I think at least Hong Kong is a Magic Kingdom style park, and it has some of the classic attractions. Walt Disney Studio Park is the worst themed. It has barely any theming. Um, and it just had no rides. There's just no, there was just barely not anything in there. Um, and so what we're talking about today is effectively they are completely transforming Walt Disney Studios Park. Um, it's getting three brand new lands, um, a brand new lake, um, and hopefully it will finally be brought in line to some of the other second gates around um, the world. Something akin to something like California Adventure. Um, yeah, because from what I understand, the, the Disneyland Park in Paris is actually just a, is a really good park. It's got you know like Phantom Manor, yeah, which you say is really, really good. good. The best Space mm-hmm. Mountain, yeah. uh, a decent but Tower of Terror. I'd say well, Tower of Terror is actually in the studios. Oh, is it? Yeah, um, but what I would say about uh, about Disneyland Park is that um, I still think it's it's a bit empty. I mean, if you if you just look at the list of attractions and rides compared to um Disneyland, you know, California or Magic Kingdom, like it's it's pitiful really. So actually I, I would also quite like to see uh an expansion to Disneyland Park, but I'll take I'll take the studios first, I think. Yeah. Um Yeah, because so we, yeah, we, so, we were debating going to Disneyland Paris for the first time this July. So, yeah. Also the fact that you can buy the, the the fast pass system is more pay to win. So if you pay like a certain amount, I think it's about hundred euros or something like that, you can basically fast pass every single ride. Oh, once really? without having to book it um uh-huh. and i think the standard fast pass thing i think you actually have to pay for i don't uh, think so no i think the normal normal fast pass still applies so you can go and present your ticket to a fast pass gate and they give you a little card to come back yeah yeah so that one's free but the the one that you've got different options for paying one is basically you can do a list of set attractions specified attractions four or five attractions and you can do those once Oh, I see. And then it becomes, uh, the next tier is to pay a bit more. You can do, every, I think, pretty much every attraction once. And then the top tier is you can do every attraction as many times as you want in right, Fastpass. So basically, it works more like Universal Express. So mm-hmm. we, we were thinking of going in July, um, but partly school holidays. And also the fact that when you look at how much is actually being done over there construction-wise, it might just be worth waiting until it's all finished. Well, at the moment, Disneyland Studios Park is 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 just completely empty now because they've basically closed a couple of the rides that were actually open to make way for some of the new stuff. So, so yeah. So, if you don't know, um, the expansion is going to include an Avengers area, uh, a Star Wars area, and a Frozen Arendelle area. Yeah, and the, the, we're a little bit light on details, so we don't know whether we are getting a fully fledged Galaxy's Edge. Um, from the concept art, it doesn't really look like it. It just kind of looks like a bit of a smaller area. Yeah, it's understood um, to be to be about half the size, and then you'd have, um, I think, one attraction instead of yeah. two at the current one. And, and the what is exciting is is the um, the rumors I'm seeing because if, if you look at the concept art, you can you can see what what, what they've um, sort of drawn out for Galaxy's Edge is. You can see a smaller version. It just basically looks like the one in Florida and California, but half the size. But there's no yeah. there's no Millennium Falcon, but there is an X-Wing. So yeah. the theory mm-hmm. is it's going to be Rise of the Resistance, which having that... Well, I mean, I, for us, I, I, I would be amazed if it is Rise of the Resistance. Um, I mean, I would be delighted, but also amazed, because 
this is the ride that is obviously one of the most technologically advanced rides um, uh, ever made. And it would surprise me quite a lot that Disney would stick that there, um, considering that they've just, you know, this expansion is going to be, what, over a billion dollars. Yeah. And it's a bit of a risk for them, really, if it doesn't increase attendance. Yeah. Uh, Having said that, have it rise the resistance there and make people go. So is it's frozen one of those... the same scale? Is frozen a single attraction? What I read earlier seems to suggest frozen is also one attraction. Well, one, di- one in dining location, then shops and character encounters the same as Galaxy's yeah, Edge. So I, I mean, guess again, the castle itself will be an attraction. We are light on details. I mean, because there's another frozen land coming to Hong Kong, um, which I think is going to open before this one. Yeah, um, we so think Marvel we might... 2021 for Paris, but we're not sure about the rest. Yeah, because well, Marvel probably be done quickest because uh, one of the attractions. So we're getting two. I think we're getting two attractions in Marvel. So we're getting a retheming of the Rock and Roller Coaster, which is now going to be an Iron Man themed experience, which I think should be great because uh, Rock and Roller Coaster is great. So how yep. can you mess that up? Uh, and then we're also getting a Spider Man attraction, which is the same Spider Man attraction that's coming to uh, California Adventure. And that's going to be um, the first ever. Well, which, was it opening in California first? Either way, I, th- I think it's the first time Disney have done a Spider-Man attraction. Yeah, I mean, I, I still don't know what it's going to be like, but I, I am a little bit disappointed because there were these patents at one point going around for a ride system that basically simulated swinging from um, from roof to, you know, building to building, uh, where the whole ride system would, would swing. Um and I don't think we're getting that, which is quite sad. Um, yeah. That was on the table at one point. I, I, I mean, I, I don't mean that California's getting and Paris isn't. Like, I don't think either. Yeah. I think the ride system's going to be totally different. Um, yeah, so I think that the Frozen one is interesting because I think that there's a roller coaster coming to Hong Kong, but I don't think there is in Paris. So I wonder whether it's just going to be Frozen Ever After or a similar... similar <sighs> It's got, it's got to be more than that, because, I mean, Frozen Ever so. After itself is basically just taking an old ride and then just redesigning it. Well, and I it's think, too I, short. I think Hong Kong is getting Frozen Ever After, or, or a version of it. I suppose oh, it, oh, no, it, no, wait. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be Japan. identical, Japan does it? Is, because Japan is getting it. It doesn't mean it'll be identical, does it? Because I suppose a lot of, there's a lot of examples where Disney have put the same ride in a different park and, and changed it completely. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the concept of Frozen Ever After, and I did enjoy it, but that's because we got a fast pass on the day, so we didn't queue. Whereas if you've queued an hour and a half for that ride, you're going to be a little bit disappointed when you get off 90 seconds later. Yeah, I remember when we went on it when it was uh, Maelstrom. So that was what it was before then. Um, and I remember being really disappointed that, that it's just so short. Yeah. Like, I really, um, I, I really, I do really like that ride. But it is one yeah. that I'd always go on only if I had a fast pass. In fact, it does, to me, it looks like a, a huge improvement with the Frozen. Um, I think we were spoiled at Disney, actually, because we didn't queue for anything. We were just getting fast passes all the time. So let's, well, let's, let's go play, and dinosaur. You can play fast it like pass. that. Yeah, so. you can play it like that, can't you? I mean, that's, yeah. you know... Um, that's so it's, hard to, it's hard to say what I would wait for, because I didn't really have to wait for anything apart from... Um, the only ride we waited for the entire trip was Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, which 100% worth the wait, I've got to say. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not eight hours, though, right? No, we waited about, about an hour and a half. <laughs> and that's because uh, we made us wait before parking op- opening, and then didn't tell us it, it was it was down, and then made us wait in the sun for like an hour before they fixed it. Yeah. But anyway, back to Paris. So yeah, so the Marvel one is supposed to open first. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing the fact that Rock and Roller Coaster is being rethemed means they're not touching Tower of Terror. I don't think so. Although obviously there is, a, I mean, and they have just redone Tower of Terror. Like it's just been refurbished with a whole new um, uh, story and a whole new show scenes and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so it would be unusual for them to just suddenly go, all right, well, we'll just turn it into Guardians of the Galaxy then. Um, I mean, it's it's a weird one. I think it will be very interesting to see where this park goes after this expansion because it's gonna be it's gonna be very odd because of the way that if you look at the concept art, you can see that you'll still have these stupid big uh, just grey buildings at the front, which are the supposed like oh this is a sound stage that's why because we were in a studios. Yeah. Um, so they'll still be there, and then you'll walk through, and then basically you'll have Tower of Terror. And then a very because that 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 will then be the only sort of Hollywood studios sort of thing there anymore because they've yeah. got rid of um, the Armageddon show and they've got rid of the tram tour I think um, and then you'll just walk down the path to where the lake is and I think there's like there's a Toy Story area but I don't think it's actually like Toy Story Land I don't think it's got enough rides to be no considered it's not, the Slinky full... Dog Dash well the Slinky Dog it's not roller coasters it's like a little kid Slinky Dog kids ride and that kind of thing so. Yeah, um, like it's it's, but it's yeah because it's got like yeah so yeah as you say you've got a little slinky dog thing and then you've got like the the up and down ride with the RC car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you've got I think uh, like a like a very tame drop ride. See, this um, is the thing we, when we're looking at it's parts so as well. Weird. This, this is part I mean, of the reason I'm, we didn't go is we were looking at it and thinking right. So there's the big there's the bigger big players, Tower Terror, uh, Phantom Manor. You've got um, Big Thunder Mountain, that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of stuff in between where you're just sort of a bit like, is that going to be that good? This part just doesn't make any sense. I'm just looking at a map now and I've forgotten all about this. So they've also got like, um, they've got the Aladdin's Magic Carpet ride in a corner. And then next to it, they've got Crush's Coaster, which is actually a pretty good roller coaster, actually, I'll say. Um, But what, what are they doing there? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like... Oh God! You forget about you forget how bad this park actually is. And actually, and one thing I know you always say is it's definitely not one where it's worth at the moment worth staying on property because of the price and the fact no. you can't do it in a day. But yeah, once there's the new expansions, do you think it would be a on property job? Well, it's it's going to be difficult to say. I mean, what are the benefits of staying on property, right? Uh, in, early in hours. America, in America, you get your early hours, don't you? Um, and I assume in Paris, it's the same deal that you yeah. get extra magic hours. So I think the real question is, you know, is the close proximity to the park and the extra magic hours you get, are they actually worth the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds that it actually costs to stay there? Because, you know, what you can quite easily do in Disneyland Paris is stay in the centre of Paris where you could get a very nice hotel for a lot cheaper um and then you can get the train to paris um to sorry to disneyland i mean it's it's i think that we managed to get there at like i don't know maybe half nine ten o'clock um so you do miss a fair bit of the opening time but depending on the time of year you go it's it doesn't it doesn't really matter i, I think mean, it's because uh walt disney world's got so many hotels yeah you can get and and they specifically, when they opened things like um, the All Star Resorts, which you know the first value resorts to open, it was all about trying to make it more affordable for families because otherwise, um, 
it's very I, I, unaffordable. Yeah, Disneyland Paris, very unaffordable. And I think um, on property is more essential for Walt Disney World because of how big it is. Whereas yeah. for Paris, maybe not so much. I mean, are they even building a new hotel? I know there's the uh, the new Art of Marvel Hotel New York. Just, just, sure just a retheme, yeah, just a retheme, isn't it? Of the old yeah. Hotel New York. I don't so, think there's any need for them to build any more hotels. I mean, they've already got too many. I mean, that was one of the biggest problems with Paris. Um, when it nearly folded was because basically they'd built all these hotels uh, and they couldn't fill them and they still can't fill them and they're just losing money on them. Um, New, Newport it, Bay looks nice. Yeah, yeah. Some, I mean, some of them look really nice um, but they're just so expensive. I mean, yeah, we just can't just can't afford it really. Like it's, And as I said, like maybe when you've had this expansion and Walt Disney Studios Park is an actual theme park and you say you've got the attraction of Galaxy's Edge or a version thereof, then you start looking a bit like, hey, wait a second, like, we've got a Galaxy's Edge in Paris. Yeah. Now that, I'm We can fly there now. in an hour. Yeah, we can fly there in an hour. And at that point, you're thinking, oh, maybe maybe it is worth staying on property then. Cause I, and, and maybe you'd stay for the extra day. Because I think that's a big thing for me. Because at the moment, you could just do it in a day. Because you, you spend most of your time in Disneyland Park, and then you just pop over to the studios and tick off Tower of Terror and what was Rock and Roller Coaster. Done. Uh, you don't need to do anything else. Uh, but, you know, when we've got some more attractions that are actually maybe worth... Uh, possibly, I guess, a new evening show as well. Oh, there is going to be a new evening show, yeah, on the lake. Um, so then, at that point, you're thinking, well, maybe it's worth to stay for one it's night. Or it's becoming two more or like a bona fide Disney resort. Yeah, it's becoming like an actual bloody Disney resort, <laughs> unlike what it is at the moment. Um, yeah, because uh, so, do we know much about the second ride other than you know the first one's an Iron Man coaster? Do we know what the second? Oh yes, yeah, I mean Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But yeah. since since the um, since we've heard that the plans of the swinging ride system have been. Uh, put to one side do we know exactly anything about what it could be so the rumour or, or well I mean there, there's some concept art um, and what it sort of look, and what they describe it as is that you are uh, you can sling your webs like Spider-Man and you have to collect his drones that are that have gotten loose so from the looks of things it looks a bit like an, an either an augmented reality type experience um, or a 3D sort of experience it 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 looks quite interesting because you would think, oh, you're going to need like a gun of some kind, you know, to, to shoot them. Um, but from the looks of things, you just do it with your own hands. So there might be some kind of like recognition software that could recognize that you're slinging the webs. I don't know. I think it'd be quite interesting. Um, but I am a bit disappointed that it's not just a bona fide thrill ride because that's what I really like. Yeah. Um, and it'd be quite a unique sort of ride system to be swinging from from uh, building to building or whatever, um, but you know, the one I'm, I mean, the one I'm most excited about is obviously Galaxy's Edge. So one attraction which is, is Rise of the Resistance, yeah, definitely, um, and then obviously one dining option at least. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm guessing. Oh well, we need to I'm, get. I'm guessing that's. Other, yeah, I'm guessing that's other than quick service. You know, I'm guessing uh, on top of that. I, yeah, I would. I mean, I would really have. So I, I, yeah, out of the Galaxy, let's assume we're getting a, a smaller Galaxy's Edge. What do you think it would include then? So I think we're agreed there's only going to be one ride, which hopefully is Rise of the Resistance, but I'd be, you know... Again, I just think, I think I it's saying, got to be, because do you, well, Smuggler, I, Smuggler's Run is, is a great ride, but it's not... It's, it's by no means a centrepiece for a land. Like You go on it, it's like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, but I can't need, wait for Rise of the Resistance that, to open. You That's need the that other. You need that other one. Yeah. Yeah. 
I it, wonder whether you think that they might use this as an opportunity to perhaps correct some of the mistakes, if any, they've had from um, Galaxy's Edge. And what I'm getting at here is uh, change the uh, change the time frame. Oh, to, to original place. trilogy. Yeah. That could be yeah. really cool. And then you could have, um, instead of having Ogre's Cantina, you could have... Um, you Just could be the Ma- Cantina. Yeah, Mos Eisley with the band. Yeah. Because as I said, it, it's not been officially designated as Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It's just a Star Wars area. Yeah. So, I mean, what what theme? What's um, is Star Tours in Paris? All all timelines, yeah. basically. Uh, Star Tours in Paris, I think, is exactly the same as okay. it is in uh, in the US. Yeah. Okay, so you can get the new trilogy as well. Um, I just yeah. can't. I can't see them not sticking with the new trilogy because that is kind of. The thing, isn't it? Well, I mean, especially if you've got if you've got if it is Rise of the Resistance, then they probably would do that, wouldn't they? Because there is absolutely no way that they're going to redo anything in that for this, you know. Yeah, so maybe Rise of Rise of Resistance and Ogre's Cantina, which Ogre's, Ogre's Cantina is awesome, but yeah. when we go back in September, I don't think we'll go back to Ogre's Cantina because once you've done it once, it's not like a restaurant. It's a place where yeah. you go for an atmosphere and well, it's a bar, right? I mean, in really expensive drinks, which are, which are really cool and it's a good experience. But I yeah. think those kind of experiences will get repetitive if you do them over and over again. It's not like going to the same restaurant, right? You know, it, it's a different type of experience. It's more of a um, of an attraction in of itself to go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it would be a good shout because, you say, um, it was one of the one of the the better things that we did was Ogre's Cantina and. and it was just. I think everybody, absolutely everybody loves Ogre's Cantina. Yeah, it, it is. It's possibly, although I did really enjoy Smuggler's Run, but possibly my favourite thing that we did in Galaxy's Edge was go to Ogre's Cantina. I think. I think that one of the one of the things I am also wondering about is that there's going to be an e-ticket Avengers ride coming to um, California's area, um, and people are getting very excited about this because they've said that this is like a fully fledged e-ticket attraction. Um, where you're going to be able to basically go into the battles of the Avengers and stuff. Um, and I just wonder whether Paris will see that at some point, because, again, it, it is really exciting, because effectively Paris has just been ignored for, for 30 years as, af- yeah. after, as I said. So it's it's really exciting to actually hear about new additions and think, oh, maybe we're actually going to get some of these new additions um, I hope that they don't just stop here, um, and I think that if they if they want to keep making money on it and they want to keep you know keep people coming, I think yeah. that they're going to have to to keep adding things to it like they do with you know the other theme parks you know. Yeah, I can't. I'm just looking at these now. I can't work out which one I'm actually most excited to see because oh, obviously the Avengers is the big one. You know, that's the biggest expansion. Well, I guess. You know, two new rides, although one of them is, is already there. But yeah. having, having been to Universal quite a few times and already had that kind of Marvel experience, <laughs> and also having been to Florida and done Galaxy's Edge, I think I'm most excited to see what they do with the dedicated Frozen Land. Oh, really? Possibly. I'm not sure, but I, I guess my, my, that my mind might change if we definitely find out it is Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. It's going to be basically just the other side of the, of the English Channel. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, um, as someone who hasn't been to... Galaxy's Edge, I think that is the one that I'm most looking forward to, I think. Um, I, I mean, to be fair, by the time it's open, I think I'll actually have been to Galaxy's Edge. So yeah, well, I mean, Frozen <laughs> is rumoured for 2023. 
and then I'm so what be I'm guessing 2022 for Galaxy's Edge then because Avengers is 2021. Yeah, this that that's quite a long period when you consider how much. It's a really long period. How yeah. much is going to get done in Epcot by then? Yeah, yeah, that's mm. really really long. Yeah, they must be. Why hiring, is it taking so long? <laughs> they must be hiring English builders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get there and they're just having a cup of tea. Well, no joke. It's like, oh, there's, what, there's what are you a... doing? You're, su- you're supposed to be building our Marvel right now, mate. On break. Exactly. Well, I mean, you've seen it at work as well, and also we see it when we're driving into town. There's like. A new student uh, tower and flats, and they, I'm no joke, they've spent the last year building the steps up to it, and they're still not finished. <laughs> I have no idea yeah. how it takes so long. Whereas you see construction in America. I tell you what, if this was being built in China, it'd be done by now. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. definitely. I'm actually quite surprised. Well, I mean, we could, this is a separate episode probably, but the, did you know that they're opening a universal park in China? Yes. Beijing. Yes, I did. That looks, re- that looks really good. Uh, it's, it, it comes back to that thing about the boom in theme parks because everywhere is expanding, not just Disney World, Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, all yeah, the Universal parks. Universal getting a third park in Florida. Yep, and I'm guessing uh, they're not going to build one in Europe. Well, well, I get, there was one at one point, or there was going to be one, uh, and I think they actually did buy it. it was, I think it's in Germany. Um no, Spain. I think it's Spain, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, there was a Universal Europe, um, but they. I think they just bought it and then renamed it to Universal and then ended up selling it uh, yeah, okay. in like the 90s or something. So I can't imagine that we're ever going to get a Universal. Um, it's, a tr- it's a tricky continent Europe. to crack weather-wise, really. It's, it's, it's odd, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't understand why Paris... I mean, I think there's lots of reasons why Paris has was a disaster for Disney. Um, but in terms of attendance, I can't understand why it's not one of the most attended things in the entirety of Europe. I mean, I think it's, it's purely price. Well, Must be. Is it, though? I mean, you, you've got... I mean, people fly over to Florida and they would rather do that than go to Paris. I mean, I know that, obviously, that's because Disney World is way better. But... It's just and interesting. Cheaper that to go for a couple of weeks in Paris. Actually. I, I think. I think it, it's partly also. If you think about it. Mm. Um, well, I don't know if this is true or not, but it seems to me like if you go to Disneyland Paris in school holidays, which is when pay, you know parents will take them, you can't really get on anything. Um, whereas if you go to Disney World in school holidays, because of the way the Fast Pass system works, you've got a chance yeah. of getting those rides. You, know, you can know two months in advance that you're going to be able to get on the rides that you want to get on. Yeah. I don't know if that plays into it at all. But it's also the fact that we looked at Disneyland Paris and for the price of a weekend there, you can go to, if you're staying, say, all-star movies, you can go yeah. to Florida for a week. Yeah, I mean, that is that. I think that is one of the biggest problems, yeah. Although that is two, two different classes of resort. That's Newport Bay versus, you know, a value resort at Disney World. But from what yeah. I understand, the value resorts at Paris uh, are just not the greatest places to stay. Yeah. Whereas, you know, at least at Disney World, they're all getting renovated. So, do you think that it would be any possibility that that there might be a unique experiences or rides here that we haven't seen in another park? Because yeah, I think that, I think, that I would think take the it to the next one, level, really. I think, well, I hope that the Frozen one would be something different. Mm-hmm. Um, or, if not, it's probably going to be, a you know, what Frozen Ever After should be. Yeah, the one that jumps out is obviously Spider Man is going to be something unique, isn't it? 
Well, um, yeah, I mean, well, America might have that, but by the time we open it. The idea of there being a, a completely new Star Wars attraction, that's the one that excites me. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no money in Falcon there, but that doesn't mean it's going to be Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think that yeah I mean it, it would be it would be interesting to see if they did make something else up because um, I just think that this I think that this park needs it so badly I think um, and I wonder whether this begins the the entire transformation of the park like I wonder whether we'll see more things demolished and maybe they expand on the Avengers area or maybe they expand on Star Wars if we're getting a slim down Galaxy's Edge. I'm just be very interested to see what will actually happen after this. Um, well, well, isn't Space Mountain there also Star Wars themed? Well, it's it's one of those frustrating things that basically what they do over there is that they've pretty much left that park untouched. Um, but then when they change something, you know, like... St- the, the Space Mountain, it's supposed to just be a temporary overlay, but it's just lasted for years, and I just don't I don't understand it. Like, it doesn't make sense that it's Star Wars themed. Like, yeah, do the overlay for, like, a couple of months or whatever to celebrate, you know, the release of a new Star Wars movie, but it, it is incredibly frustrating to me that that has remained Hyperspace Mountain for, like, the last three years or so. Yeah. It's. I just don't. I just don't understand it. It's. It's a worse experience because it wasn't designed to be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh wow! I've got some bad news for you. Oh, go on. Let's so, well, we'll start with the good news. There's, there are more details now. This was posted a couple of days ago. Well, this yeah. may be older information, but so obviously we've got the Iron Man Adventure set to open yeah. in 2021. Spider-Man yeah. Slingshot. Yeah. Is the currently the official title? So that is. I think that's what you were talking about. Uh, we're told that we'd meet Spider-Man inviting children and their parents to join the Worldwide uh, Engineering uh, Brigade, a company created by Tony Stark aiming at developing new technologies for superheroes, starting yep. with the improvement of Spider-Man's outfit. Uh, cool. The restaurant is going to be called Ant-Man Laboratory. Oh, cool. This is, uh, uh, yeah, oh, great. So it will be set at the entrance of Marvel Land in lieu of the Blockbuster Cafe and Restaurant de Stars. Yeah. Uh, please note that the cafe. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the, it means the change in the cafe de Cas. I'm not going to try and say that because I just sound extremely English when I try and speak French. So <laughs> a restaurant that sat behind Hollywood Tower will move out and we'll get a new entrance. But yeah, Ant Man Laboratory yeah. will be the restaurant there, mm-hmm. and then Mission Control is the meet and greet area with Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, uh, and Captain Marvel. Sorry, what's that? The characters. Yeah, that you can meet. Yeah. So that all sounds really cool. Yeah, it um, does. This is this is uh, where it gets a bit sad. So Frozen, there we go. Obviously, we don't know what the Frozen attraction is. Won't open until twenty twenty three. I've actually just found some uh, a piece of information that says it is going to be a replica of Frozen Ever After. <sighs> An exact replica. That's what it says. Okay. Here. Okay. I mean, kids love that. Uh, new restaurant will have views on the lake. Yeah. And there's new stores. Uh, please note that a forty meter high mountain will be built. To the to house the yeah, only attraction looks, of the land, so, cool. so Frozen Ever After actually built into a mountain as opposed to in a little, a yeah, little Norwegian little, sh- <laughs> little Norwegian shop. So that's pretty cool. I mean, if it is going to be Ever After, so they're cool. going to make it more I, grand. I hope it's really big. Like it look the, f- the concept art makes it look huge, and I think that'd be really really cool if it was just like this huge big mountain with the castle. Um, right, it says it'll be visit it'll be visible from the future Walt Disney Studios in inverted commas Main Street, a new street set to open in twenty twenty two. Oh, excellent. Uh, now, here's where it gets sad. 
Uh-oh. Star Wars Land Details. Oh, said, no. said to open 2024 or 2025. What? 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 Why? Why is it taking so long? No idea. Fucking hell. Uh, but... On the other hand, it's so we don't have much info on what it's going to be. Well, we'd better bloody be Rise of the Resistance if we're having to wait that long. Well, one theory is that because it's going to be taking so long, it could mean that it's going to be a brand new and new unique. New I can't. Why can't I say unique? Why was I starting that with an N? Unique uh, exclusive unique. attraction. Mm, uh, seems, un, seems unlikely. But then maybe. a new restaurant, new stores, and then meet and greet. But yeah, twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. Right. That's depressing, that's, isn't it? That's a long time. Yeah, that's a long time, which I'm not very happy about. Um, oh, and then it says a, a large avenue will take guests. So when it comes to the... Um, there's going to be a few extra things as well. So you're going to have the Studio Tram Tour ride. Uh, I think that's gone, though. I thought that had gone. I think It's they, said I to become... Demand- this, is, this is going to make you even angrier. That's going to become a Cars <laughs> ride. What, really? Yeah. What, what kind of cars ride? I don't know. It says a large avenue will take guests in, onto the upcoming lake, moving the studio tram tour ride said to become a cars ride. Work should start right. by the end of 2019. So, oh, actually, this is quite an old article. Um, so, yeah, cars as well. Your favourite I mean, Disney uh, movie? <laughs> I mean, at least it's another new ride because I actually didn't even know about that. Yeah, Cars Route 66, it's going to be called. I think it's going to be open. I've just seen that here, actually. I think that's open this year. Oh, it says that's summer twenty twenty. Summer, yeah. summer twenty twenty. I've got yeah. Yeah, summer twenty twenty, which is interesting. Just yeah, show, so it just shows how excited people are about it. There's no one's talking about cars <laughs> coming to uh, <laughs> coming to Studios Park. So I, what, I can see what, what you mean. They're looking at this, looking at the map for Studios Park at the moment. There is nothing there. Look, it's there's the a list of park. There's literally a list of the rides here right now. So you've got Ratatouille, the Adventure of Remy, or whatever. Is that good? You've because got... that's what's coming to Epcot, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I've never actually been on it. It wasn't built the last time I was there. Um, you've got the flying carpets over Agrabah. You've got Cars Race Rally, which I don't know what that is. Uh, you've got Twilight Zone. You've got RC Racer. You've got Slinky Dog Zip, Zip Zigzag Spin and Toy Soldiers Parachute Drop. That is it. That is it for rides. That's it. There's nothing else. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven rides. I suppose, you, I suppose you can get away with a low number of rides, Animal Kingdom, for example, when there's more to the park than that. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, um, but that is that is absolutely pathetic for a theme park, for a Disney theme park. Uh, and most of those, let's face it, are, you know, pretty naff attractions. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, where's Crush's Coaster wasn't on here. So that's, that's rubbish, because Crush's Coaster wasn't listed on there. Anyway, um... Yeah, because I think that's why I would say hold off going now, because they've just closed one of the best rides, which was um, Rock and Roller Coaster. So I just, you know, you may as well wait until that's done. So wait, yeah. so in, you, in your timeline of things you've got there, when when is Marvel going to be done? Uh, 2021. Oh, okay. That's not too and bad. And then um, they do actually have the option to build a third park. They've got. Um, no, they're not going to do that. No, they've, they've got an area of land that is designated to build a third park. They've had it for a while. Oh, but right. They've got until 2036 to build a new park, otherwise they'll lose is it. Is that right? Is that right? That's really interesting. So I wonder if that will force them to do it because yeah. they don't want to lose the land. But because I'll I tell you what, I, I mean, I, 
I think they need to just sort out Studios Park before they start thinking about a third park. And what the hell would they do? What would you do? What would you do with a third park? What What do you think they would do? Because my first thought would be, you know, the IP, but that's now coming into this. So yeah. I can't really imagine what they'd actually do with a second park. Unless build, it's, uh... build fucking Splash Mountain in the normal park rather than the other third yeah. one. Yeah. We haven't got Splash Mountain, although I suppose, again, we haven't really got the weather for it. But No. Um, well, I suppose, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, build yeah. Tron. Why not give us Tron? So if, if those are accurate then, so the first thing will be Marvel. Um, well, I think I think I'll bring a lot of people to the park. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably go once yeah. that's open. I'll be like, ooh. You could go so in, we in preparation for going to Disney World for the 50th anniversary as well. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So should we, uh, should we come back and summarise? Because we've talked about quite a lot. Yeah. So what we know so far is, is Disneyland Park is getting three new lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel with two rides, one of them being the Iron Man coaster adapted from Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, Spider-Man attraction, uh, Ant-Man themed restaurant, and a meet and greet. Then we've got a Star Wars land, which if what we've read is accurate, could be at least four or five years away. Yeah. Which, if that does mean a brand new attraction, then potentially worth it. And then in between that, 2023 Frozen, with uh, Frozen Ever, Ever After built into the side of a mountain, which also sounds pretty cool, and then apparently something to do with cars. So, yeah. you're not a massive fan of. But yeah, I'd... well, I don't care as long as the ride's good. I mean, you know, the the, the raceway in, in California Adventures is an absolutely fantastic ride. It's just, it's just a yeah, it's yeah, shame. Yeah, it's... another example, Flight of Passage. Poor movie, fantastic ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not when it comes to theme parks, I'm actually not that arsed as long as long as uh, as long as everything is, is done well. Yeah, and so, even so yeah, the, you know. Overall, we talked a lot about the shortcomings of Paris, but it does seem like they are actively trying to address those, and all the ex, all the um, the expansions do excite me. And I think about time if, is what I'll say. Well, about if, time. if they get it right, we could have a genuinely good Disney resort an hour's yeah. flight away, and that's what's exciting. That is really that the potential of that is very exciting, um, and and yeah, I think that if you do that, you spend this money, you improve the parks. I think that people will be more you know like to stay there. I mean, if they had the if they had these areas and they're you know they're big enough and they include enough attractions, I might think well maybe I should stay for that extra day. And then when you stay in for the extra day, that's when you're thinking well maybe I should just stay on property. Yeah, because here's here's the thing. Um... I believe you can get, this is one thing I wanted to say at the end, I think you believe you can get an annual pass for Disneyland Paris. Yeah, you definitely can. But at the moment, why? Why yeah. would you? Why would but you? If, 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 it, if they make it as good as it looks like it's going to be, and I'm not sure the rules whether anyone can buy an annual pass, but people from the UK, people from Germany, people who can get there in an hour, the same way people who live in maybe one or two states over from, from Orlando... Uh, yeah. from Florida by an annual pass they yeah. can see a huge hike in people buying annual passes because if you've yeah, got if you've, definitely. It, it, the example I can, I can think of for me is we've we got a, a year cinema card yeah. I know it's a completely different thing but you think oh, let's just go to the cinema because we've already paid for it if you've paid for Disneyland yeah. Paris for a year and actually looking at them they're not too unreasonable they're between 11 and 36 euros a month um, which sorry if, wait how much is it? between 11 and 36 euros uh, a month. That's well. That's really cheap. Um, that's yeah. really cheap. Yeah, yeah. The the infinity one is four hundred and fifty euros. Yeah, that's for, so cheap for a one year annual pass. Way cheaper than Florida. I, think, I mean, yeah, I imagine it'll cheap. go up. 
But if you can get yeah, that, yeah, you know, um, like I say, just an hour away. Paris is you can fly to Paris from most airports. Mm-hmm. We could go to Par- Disneyland Paris four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times a year. Yeah, and we keep saying increasing the numbers there. You know, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly we don't have to wait every year to go to a. A good Disney resort, and that's what's really exciting. I think. I think one of the things as well they do. I am excited for this. Well, I mean, I'm excited. One thing that's really sad that I'm excited for, which tells you a lot about me, is that I'm really excited for the theme shops. I like shopping. Yeah. Oh, I love. These, I love theme parks. Theme park shopping. Um, so I'm really excited for that. I'm also really excited for some of the food offerings because, ironically, despite the fact that it's in France, which is you know regarded as a culinary nation. Uh, food offerings at Disneyland Paris are notoriously awful. Yeah, we've seen, we've we were very surprised to read this. Yeah, yeah. Especially so having been to be... Florida and had great food in Florida. Yeah, so I think they really need to fucking sort themselves out there, to be honest. Um, and you know the Disney Village, um, which is like their version of um, Downtown Disney, is yeah. also really bad, and it's just got it's got one of the the only. Uh, Hollywood, uh, Planet Hollywood's left. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There's one in Disney uh, Plan- Springs as well. Planet Hollywood, yes. Yeah, <laughs> keeping it afloat. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's. I mean, that. I guess for that, it's quite exciting. I remember the first time I went and I saw this huge big world and I was like really desperate to go. Yeah, me um, too. It wasn't great. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, the easy not- thing is... Uh, the obvious one is build a Remy themed restaurant. I think I, th- I feel like they is have they not done that? I feel like. Oh, is it, why, what was why it? Why do Epcot? I feel like they I have think, done? I think that. they have. I think it was Epcot. We were thinking, why oh, is there a Remy themed restaurant? You're right. It is. I think it is Epcot that they've that they're either they're going to do it. Yeah, the, um, the one in Paris is that's it now. There is one in Paris, but it's very poorly reviewed. Right, right. I, like like everything basically. Oh yeah, there is one. Yeah, Bistro Chez Remy. So because like something like that in Epcot, but yeah, no, I, overall I'm really excited because, like I say, it could mean um, having a a really good Disney resort. Can you say on your doorstep when it's in a different country? But in context yeah, you can. to the I other ones, it's you can get really cheap. You can get really cheap flights to to Paris from here. Um, oh, I'm just looking at this this uh, this restaurant that I didn't know was here. It looks so cool. Like all the, it's all like everything's giant and you're really small. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame that the food's not very good because it looks cool. So I'm sat here ready to buy an annual pass when it when it becomes worthy, w- worthwhile, and then uh, hopefully they'll sort out the hotels and make them a bit more reasonable, and then suddenly we've got uh, the same sort of convenience as people who live in Miami have got. Yeah. For getting Look to at Florida. This <laughs> I'm just looking at the at the uh, next to the on the Disney website when you look at this restaurant, it's just got euro, euro, euro. As in, this is incredibly expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not even going to look at the TripAdvisor. So yeah, um, exciting times though. Anyway, that's that's the main. Yeah, thing. really exciting. Disneyland Paris um, could be a serious player once it's finished. Yeah, definitely. It'll be interesting to actually because at the moment it barely even feels like we've actually got a Disneyland resort because they just don't give it any attention. So. Well, it could be the start of a boom. They could then move into. Disneyland Park and starting to... This can't last forever, though. Like, this is the thing. Like, this boom now has been going on for quite a few number of years, and we're going to get all these new expansions, this new theme park, and there's got to come to a point where the Disney company just says, well, we can't we're spend done. any more money. We're done. Yeah. But I just want to get I want to get this out of them first before they to give up. I was really worried when there were all these rumours about Galaxy's Edge failing or not doing very well when it first opened. 
and I was kept. I just kept going like, "How do, don't fuck this up, Disney?" Because I just thought they were going to cancel the uh, plans to build it over here. Well, not over here, but you know, in, in, yeah, in yeah. Paris. Um, it's picked up so now, though. It's, it's, it has picked up from the sounds of it. Yeah. So yeah, so that's good. So I don't think that's that's a risk anymore. No. But yeah, so are you excited for it? Yeah, really excited. And uh, we'll watch things as they unfold. But yeah, one year until Marvel, and then it all goes out from there. Yeah, brilliant. So if you are planning a trip to Disneyland, be aware that there will be construction ongoing uh, for the foreseeable future. And it may be worth delaying it until at least the first area is open. My recommendation would definitely be to wait unless you're getting like a really good deal. Because at the moment they are offering, they're just throwing stuff at you like free dining, you know, money off. So, you know, I think there's definitely some good discounts to be had. So if you're not that bothered about... Um, you know, all of the new stuff and you just want to say experience Disneyland Park for one day, then I can give that as a recommendation. Just do not stay on property. Yeah, and maybe don't plan a whole trip around it. Just do it as part of a trip. And yeah. just, just and for context, we, Paul, um, Smuggler's Run, currently a 105-minute wait, only 10 minutes faster than going on Slinky Dog Dash. So it's definitely pulling the crowds in. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. That's, that's, that's a long wait for that ride as well. I mean, it is a Saturday. It's 225 minutes for Avatar. Who is waiting that long? It's Sunday today, Sam. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, I would never wait that long for a ride. Uh, I know you have. How lo- yeah, I have. Yeah. It's yeah. four hours. Not really, four hours not flight really, It wasn't really through choice um, because it kept breaking down. So because of it, I think when we started queuing up, it should have only been like 90 minutes or, or just over an hour. But because it kept breaking down, that was then dragged out Um but we did not want to leave the queue because we were like, well, we're fucking here now. This oh, is the only time we're going to get office. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't even talking about that one, actually. That 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 one, um, so Forbidden Journey, um, yeah, the first time we went on that, the queue, it's not, it wasn't that bad. It was only like two hours or something, an hour and a half to two Why hours. Why is Test Track closed? I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, how close refurbishment? Ooh, interesting. I yeah. think that should. I think that needs to be changed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dull. Yeah, but yeah. So, um, oh, sorry about that, listeners. We seem to have lost each other. I don't know what the hell just happened. Then did it's I? Just... Right. No, yeah, I think oh. I accidentally hung up. But yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Anyway. So, so to summarize, we may have said this a few times now, but keep your eyes on Disneyland Paris. Yeah. It's it's starting to look pretty good. Yeah, we're gonna have to excited. wait a bit, but when it's done, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. So uh, we want to know what you guys think as well. Have you been to Disneyland Paris before? Yeah. And what were your thoughts on it? Did you think the same as what Paul's been saying there? It's got some good attractions, but overall, it's missing that key sort of Disney element to it. It's not. It's not the big draw that a Disneyland or a Disney World is. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter at disverse underscore w, on Instagram at disverse underscore worldwide, and on the old emails mm-hmm. disverseworldwide at gmail.com yeah uh, and I guess the final thing is give us a rating yeah give us a rating five stars yeah at least yeah, yeah. at least five stars <laughs> yeah no more oh yeah not if it's five out of ten then ten stars yeah perfect exactly what this guy said <laughs> and uh, if you are going to go to Disneyland Paris don't stay in the hotels no but this won't be the last episode we do on Disneyland Paris because we've got I've got a lot of things to say about it. Yeah. 
And if you do, my recommendation would be Newport Bay because at least that looks like a nice new resort and you can walk into the park from there. Yeah. I feel like we're having trouble rounding this one off, Paul. Oh, we'll just do it. Let's just do it. Let's go. We're off. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop it there. Good. Right. Done.